Um, first thing in the morning, I have to like clean up the back seat, which is my bed. Um, I don't have anything special going on back there. It is just the bench. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. Just want to give a quick shout out to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash OPL show, uh, where if you sign up, you get bonus episodes and um, you get to see a behind the scenes of every episode that we do that week. Usually we post those uh, in the beginning of the week, so you find out what comes out on Thursday um, and you get a look at how me and Greg kind of do our thing. Yeah, and today we're speaking with a woman named Nikita Crump. She has essentially chosen to be homeless, I guess, for lack of a better term. So we've got her on the line. So thanks for being on today. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. So can you just explain to us, you know, what that means, I guess, being homeless on purpose or choosing to be homeless? Yeah, um, I think some people have gotten kind of confused what I meant by that because I can be kind of vague sometimes. So people have this idea that I just thought it would be fun one day <laughs> to live in my car. Um, but it was basically uh, a few months of me contemplating how I was going to solve my struggle financially. And I have lived in my car previously because I had nowhere to go. So I thought I would do it again um, in order to give myself more freedom um, because I, I was struggling financially. So I thought, screw this. Um, I'll live in my car again. I did it before and um, be able to enjoy my life. And I mean, that's how it's turned out. Interesting. So, I mean, wh when did when did this start? Uh, well, I moved into my car. My first day was November 1st, 2019. So we're rolling up on a year. Wow. Okay. So what kind of like in preparation for that, did you plan to sort of just drive around or you're just like, I'm just going to live in my car, but stay in the same spot? Or did you have these traveling like aspirations as well? Um, well, traveling was a huge part of um, the financial part of it, I would be able to afford to travel more, but I did and do still have a stationary job. So I do still have a home base like city or general area that I stay in. Um, so I just am able to now take my time off of work or take my weekends and afford to travel the way I want to. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like you have kind of an established life, I guess you could say around the fact that you're living in your car. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So you said that it was, I guess, financial reasons at first. Um, what do you mean by that? Just struggling to pay rent and things like that, where you were just kind of like, let me get rid of what I assume is, you know, most people's biggest expense, which is their rent. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was living a pretty average life, but very paycheck to paycheck, checking my bank account and or like, avoiding checking my bank account because I knew how bad it would be if I looked. Um, and I got tired of not being able to afford to go out for food with friends. Like I wouldn't get invited because my friends knew I couldn't afford to go eat with them. And I hated that I couldn't go do those things and, and do basic uh, things that people do to stay happy. So now that you have sort of you know, moved into your car, I mean, you've been doing it for a year now, so I'm assuming it's working out pretty well. Do you Do you now prefer it <laughs> um since my uh i guess story has been more 
public and looked at recently, I've gotten that question and I haven't known exactly how to answer it because I, I haven't put thought into that. I mean, I, I've grown used to it. Um, I don't have uh, any distaste for it. Like, I'm not like, why am I doing this? This is annoying. I need to figure something else out. Um, I'm happy. So I guess you could say, yeah, I've been enjoying it in a sense. And the the job that you have now, is that the job that you had originally when you decided to move into your car or is it a different job? Um, it's actually a different job. I had started it um, before I began to move in my car. Um, so I was working retail and that's when I was living very paycheck to paycheck and I got the job that I work now as a second job um, to help myself out, but it's closed over the winter. So when I moved into my car, it was closing down. So it was still just my one primary job really. Um, however, come 2020, um, I essentially got promoted over at my second job to being full-time and quit my first. So. Nice. So is that something that could allow you in the near future if you wanted to kind of go the route of let me pay rent again, let me get, you know, an apartment? Is that something that you'd be able to do or would that kind of put you right back in the same position that you are in where, sure, you can have a roof over your head, but you the quality of life just wouldn't really be there because you're not able to, you know, enjoy anything outside of paying rent? Yeah, it'd be quite similar. I make a little bit more money, so I'd be able to do a small amount more, but I'd still be struggling. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people could say we'll get a different, uh, a second job or something, but I've done that, and I am not a fan of working 60 hours a week. I'd rather live in my car and have time to myself than um, make enough money just to have a roof under my head that I don't spend time in anyway. So can you kind of explain how you live in your car and like what sort of things, you know, just your morning routine even, like how do you brush your teeth, how do you shower, things like that? <laughs> yeah, um, whenever I was thinking about doing this, um, you know, I had to run through like, okay, what are the things that I'm not going to have access to and what am I going to do to solve that and gain access? So. Um, first thing in the morning, I have to like clean up the back seat, which is my bed. Um, I don't have anything special going on back there. It is just the bench. So I just fold up my um, blankets and such. And then I have these um, window coverings that I made out of this insulation that is known as Reflectix. Um, so it's just cut to the shape of my windows. Um, I take those down and tuck them away. And I head to my gym. Um, I subscribe to a 24-hour gym so that way I can shower whenever I need and it's also like an emergency bathroom um, if need be but there's toilets everywhere everyone always asks me where I use the bathroom but I mean anywhere you go gas stations Target Walmart you name it there's toilets everywhere so that's really not um, that much of an issue um, and then I of course do my laundry at laundromats um, and then in my free time, if I'm not doing anything like maybe hanging out with a friend, traveling or hiking, I just find other places to go like cafes or maybe go hang out at a park. Um, if it's really hot out, I've even been desperate enough to um, just lay out at a park to take a nap because I obviously can't, <laughs> can't be napping in my car when it's 100 degrees out in Northern California. Mm. <laughs> Okay, that's, I mean, that, that seems like a, 
a smart solution. Um, you know, especially like with the gym, I think that that answers a lot of questions right there just to have that kind of resource nearby. Uh, but, and it's, it's interesting just that, you know, it's just something that no one would expect. I assume, you know, when they meet you, especially, you know, since you're working a job during the day and, you know, other people are going back to their homes or apartments and you're going back to your car, but you know, you're essentially, you're doing the same thing that they're doing, you know, in terms of work and, and just kind of the day to day, other than I guess, figuring out, you know, how to, how to just do the basic things really like brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, shower. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. So is it like you're like, I don't, I don't want this to sound like a small minded question, but you know, I've obviously only ever lived in a house or had an apartment. Like, does it feel like you're always on the go? Like, does it feel like something's missing in that sense? Or like when you get back to your car, like, is there a comfort level where you just feel like, okay, this is home base and I'm comfortable here, you know, the same way someone might have a long day at work, come back to their apartment and just, you know, feel comfortable. Okay. I'm back, back in my own home. I would say that it's a little of both in that some people say like they could never do it, but I think, um, people would be surprised at how you can adjust and you can get somewhat of a sense of it being like a home base. That being said, not entirely. Um, <laughs> every single time I crawl back into my back seat to go to sleep, I am very aware of how it is not a home. It is weird. Um, and uh, it, it stands out to me every single night that what I'm doing is odd and that it's it's not home. So what do you do for like, I mean, electricity? I mean, I know that cars, obviously, you know, there's some outlets there but do you have like a generator or something i imagine you would need more than a car would have to offer as far as electricity goes yeah um one thing um probably my only larger investment that i made when planning this was um okay how am i going to keep my phone charged so i invested a small amount well relatively small amount of money into um this device um by jackery it's a, a portable power station, so I can charge it through my car outlet whenever I'm driving around, or I'm also able to take it into work to charge it there, and it'll charge my phone for like a week. Oh, wow. That comes in handy. Nice. Is <laughs> This might be a dumb question, but is is this like, is it legal? Is it illegal? Like, are you allowed to just live in your car? car like park in a parking lot or pull over to the side of the road um you know i've actually i've never looked into the legalities of it i assume that it is um i think it'd be weird if it was illegal to live in your car but uh who's to say um but i do have to of course make sure that i'm not parking in places where um there's it's like a tow away zone or customers only or um somebody might just get sketched out because my car's lingering around for hours and hours. Mm. So I have to kind of scout out places to park. Now, as far as, you know, food goes, I would imagine that it is, I mean, I think it is, you know, cheaper to just cook your own meals uh, than eat out every single night. So how, what do you do for food? Um... To be honest, I need to work on a more um, stable plan for that, but um, I don't do too bad. 
I grocery shop and take food into my work. I'm lucky to have, and, and the previous job I had, I also had this situation where we have a refrigerator, a small kitchenette. So I have things like a microwave, um, an electric picture, a toaster and things like that. And then um, the job that I currently do still have today is a very small company. So the very few people I work with don't care that I also brought in a small blender, um, an electric uh, heat element. So I can actually use a, basically a tiny stove and a tiny oven and a rice cooker. So the people that you surround yourself with like people at work, I assume, you know, groups of friends, they're all aware of this. And is this something that you're just completely open about? Actually, no, I just told my um, boss um, who owns the company I work for. And it's, you know, again, very close knit. There's only a few of us. So I see him every day and he didn't know about it until uh, yesterday. I told him um, and he was surprised, uh, had no idea. And um I, I've only told people that I felt like I needed to or that would be comfortable with it, um, not judge me for it, and just accept it. So with with this sort of, you know, plan, because, I mean, you said that last time, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know if I, I – are you able to afford an apartment if you needed to, or does it just not – like give you the life that you want to live to be you would have to work more hours so you could live in the apartment but ultimately you could but this is just a more efficient way to live the way you want and save money yeah so it's both like i i could easily um work a second job afford a home but i would be working for no reason because i would have no time um again for part of this um, experience i have done that and i had no time to myself at all um and i don't prefer that i'd rather have a little less money and more time to myself. That's a lot more valuable to me. Um, that being said, I would still be quite tight on um, on income if I was paying rent. Yeah, so the, the reason why I'm asking that is, is, has this become an efficient way of saving money? And, uh, you know, in the time, I mean, it's been a calendar year since, I mean, almost since you've started doing this. Is it do you find it to be super efficient in saving money and like your plan is like working out? Yeah, yeah, I would say um, I'm I'm much better off financially, of course. Um, I'm able to have a small amount of savings now, which I, is a work in progress. Um, I plan to continue it and I don't really see, I don't know what an end date would be um, because it's going well. Yeah, and I think that so many people could relate to this, you know, of course, where so many people just live their lives paycheck to paycheck. So many people have found ways to tack on more hours. But like you said, is is the sacrifice worth it? Is giving up all essentially all of your free time worth it to have a little more money? Um, you know, and that's what's so interesting. And I'm sure a lot of people in that position, this has probably crossed their minds or, or you know, maybe has even been sort of a, a fantasy in a way, you know? What if I could cut out the biggest expense of my life and still figure out a way to live and save more and have free time to myself? And it's it's really cool to hear that you chose that and, and that, you know, you just to, that you're experimenting with it right now. I think a lot of people would think it, but not take that step. So it's really cool to hear. And, you know, it's also really cool, I think, to just hear you be so 
open about finances. I think that's something that people really try to kind of hold close, right? And and a lot of people, if they were in a situation like that, they would probably try to avoid talking about it, avoid letting it be known, like I'm not doing so well financially right now, or it's hard for me to save money. If anything, people just kind of lie and, and fake it. Uh, but I think you being so open about that and then finding this sort of alternative way to experiment with uh, is, you know, something that a lot of people will, you know, find interesting and, and helpful and maybe even find that it's a, a path for themselves. Yeah. Um, I have to say I relate to um, to the people who do um, try to hide any financial struggle because at the beginning of this, I wasn't very open about it. And probably my biggest reason was um, because I didn't want people to know I was financially struggling because I didn't want a pity party. Like I, I didn't want people to reach out and try to help me. I think that's very nice, but I just, um, I'd rather figure out stuff on my own and not feel indebted to other people. So um, I wasn't open about financially struggling at first. I kind of put it more in a sense of like, it's just something I want to experience. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I can relate to people hiding that, but now that it's, um, panned out well and I've grown comfortable with this and I know that I can stick with it and be happy, it's easier for me to say like, yeah, I did this because I was broke. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, you're, I think one of few people or you're, you're probably in the minority in general where, you know, people are faced with circumstances, whatever it may be. And, you know, are, are we actually choosing our own happiness over a paycheck, over more money? And I just think it's more comfortable. It, it's safer to, you know, pick the paycheck, pick the money, um, you know, pick that path that kind of makes more sense. But it's always cool to come across people that are like, no, my, my happiness is actually my priority here. And, uh, if, if this lifestyle affords me more happiness personally, then that's the one that I'm going to pursue. And I think, you know, it just, it takes a lot of courage to, to even do that. Oh, well, thanks. And, um, yeah, I, um, definitely agree with that. I think some people have thought that I've been insane and why would I pick this over just like, just get a different job or just get a second job. But to me, I mean, this is what I value. I think time is one of the most precious things we have, the one thing we can't control. And I refuse to give that up to something like money. And is this something that you are open with, you know, open about with your family? Like, do they know that you're living in your car? I think my dad actually found out because he stumbled across my YouTube. Um, uh, I don't know when he found out. He definitely didn't know for months. Um, um, all, all kinds of people around me didn't know for months. They would uh, talk to me about something they purchased and tell me I should try it too, but it would be something that's large, that is like out of question, can't fit in my car, and I would just have to humor them and um, be like, yeah, I'll look into it. And um, that's kind of what I did with my family. I didn't tell them. I just would roll with um, basically uh, white lying about it, if you will. <laughs> have your parents ever offered to like help financially or would you not be willing to like accept that sort of help either? Um, yeah, I don't know that I could accept that because again, I, I'm just not one for asking for help. Um, I, I would rather sort it out on my own and not feel like I owe somebody something or like I'm a burden to somebody else. Um, 
but my to be honest my dad probably wouldn't offer it to me he's one of those like uh figure it out yourself kind of people um and uh just never never considered it hmm. so yeah it seems like you just really want to be you know as self-sufficient i guess as possible through this time in your life yeah yeah that's important to me I'm curious, what's the sort of biggest challenge or when you first start experimenting with this lifestyle was, you know, maybe like the hardest thing to get used to? Like, I know for me, I'm so bad at falling asleep, like anywhere that's not my bed or a bed. And that would probably take me a long time to get used to, like sleeping in the back of the car. But is there anything like specific that comes to mind that was, you know, really challenging and, and took some time to get used to? Um, Probably initially the the biggest struggle that I had with it was just feeling like everyone knew. Mm -hmm. Um, Going into the gym, I would purposely change clothes before I would go inside to make it look like I was actually going to work out so that nobody knew that I was not doing that um, and that I was going in just to shower because I felt like the employees see me go in and they see me only spending 20 minutes there and my hair is wet on my way out. Did she just come here to shower? Um, and people, I felt like people were on to me. They knew I was homeless and I felt uncomfortable about that. So that general discomfort was my hardest part. I'm also curious about like how much your expenses are like roughly, like since you're saving money on so many things, you know, you're not paying like, I mean, gas in a different sort of way, but like, you know, electric bills or your rent or, you know, anything like that. So do you kind of have a budget of how much you actually are spending so that people can like kind of understand like, oh yeah, I'm only spending like 600 bucks a month on like things I need to live or something like that? Um, I don't have like a, a written out, like I haven't done the math on like what my lifestyle minimum costs me per month, but I would say just ballpark, um, the things that I pay for to sustain this, not things like paying for Netflix, um, but the necessities for this, um, I would say I probably am spending like, uh, I drive a lot, so I might spend $400 a month in gas. Um, And I mean, aside from that, it costs me like maybe 10 bucks a month to do laundry, uh, $27 to have a gym membership, um and i think those are my only necessities for this lifestyle so i mean that's uh really minimal yeah and then i don't know if you did you didn't say food in that equation right that would just kind of be the yeah so that varies so much for me sometimes it's really cheap and low i might spend like 250 dollars a month if i'm uh, having like a yeah and other times maybe i'm more active because my friend's visiting me so we're going out or something Mm -hmm. so that can vary quite a bit but um but essentially it seems like well under a thousand dollars a month all in for all expenses it seems like even spending a thousand would be like splurging yeah that's yeah that's that's pretty minimal that that's really interesting and i was actually specifically going to ask about netflix because like is that i was wondering if that's something you sacrifice or all your friends like oh you gotta you know see the show that just came out or do you actually have a subscription and you watch you know on your phone or your laptop in your car um so before i moved into my car and i was 
super broke. I would complain to my um, best friend about it pretty often, you know, and just uh, stress relief to her. So she was like, you know, trying to figure out ways she could help me without like giving me money because that's not something we care to do. Um, so I um, unsubscribed to things like that, like Netflix. And just like a lot of other people, I just hopped on to her plans for things <laughs> like that. Um, and uh, I mean, we're still friends to this day, so I still just use her um, her accounts for yeah. those things. But I, I think we all use someone else's account, to be honest. None of my oh, accounts are mine. Not. None of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're anyone's. I don't know whose they are. Yeah, I just, you know, we have like 15 different profiles on Hulu, Netflix, yeah, Apple. Yeah. That's it. I, I just, I don't pay for any of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a way to do it. Um interesting so and then for your phone too like do you is a phone plan an expense or do you just kind of hop on wi-fi any chance you could get um so i do the uh straight talk um oh like a prepaid yeah which is great to me because i i don't like how unpredictable life can be so i'm not about contracts um so prepaid is the way to go in my opinion and uh yeah straight talk so it's super affordable if you're not paying rent nice nice yeah and now i have to ask the question everyone's thinking are you dating is it like how, how does that work would you be open with someone about that would you bring them to the car one night like how like intimate would you get with you know, like about your situation if if you met someone or are you dating someone now um well, I actually just began um, talking to someone. I, I don't know if I would say that we are dating, but um, uh, he's been out of state for the time that I've been speaking to him. So um, although he does know that I live in my car, actually the whole reason that I have virtually met him is because of my lifestyle. He found my video that like BuzzFeed or Lad Bible posted and reached out to me. So that started um a little bit of a thing there um oh wow way to shoot your shot guy <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah uh so funnily enough this lifestyle um opened that up for me but previously i i haven't really it's not necessarily that i haven't gone on dates um while living in my car but it just hasn't like really formally been dates so like i've hung out with a guy here and there and it's like clearly been like some flirty intentions but nothing where like we were committed to each other so i can't um speak for how it would be for myself if i like had a boyfriend do i stay at his house or something i don't know how that would go because i haven't experienced that yet yeah also, I actually had a question too, because I mean, you said this happened, you started in November of last year, but then like the height of COVID was like March, <laughs> April, like what, how did that kind of like, cha did that change your job at all? Were you out of work or like, how, did, what did that do to your lifestyle? Yeah. So at the time, um, at the beginning of COVID is when I was working the two jobs and I was overloaded and I was actually on the brink of quitting my second one. Um, so COVID shut down, um, big retail. So my second job was shut down. Um, so that was actually a relief for me. And then my first job took a hard hit. Um, it's a small local company and income stopped coming in. So I just worked a lot less. Um, if anything, it was really good that I lived in my car during that time because I don't know what I would have done, um, 
money why I mean I would have had to just go get a different job because um the reason I was able to live through that is because I didn't have rent to pay and stuff so taking a cut on my income didn't hurt me as much as it would have um if I did still live at home um but yeah I had to uh you already feel kind of lost living in a vehicle especially like just an average vehicle not a van um but I felt quite lost during that when there's orders to stay at home and I don't have a home. So I'm like, well, where does that mean I go? Right. Um, I, I can't go to cafes anymore. Um, yeah. Like what happened when the gym closed? Yeah. I didn't have a bathroom. I, I didn't stress too much about it. I knew I'd figured it out and I did get lucky. Um, I had just by chance kind of like um, person by person, one kind of, fell off as another one picked up offering me um, help to come use their bathroom um, and be able to shower and have a toilet and and things like that because you couldn't even go to a gas station to use the bathroom so I had like a guy reach out to me on Instagram um, who offered me uh, to use his resources and I did that Um, we became friends and I used his bathroom for like a month or so and then a different friend offered so I used hers for a month and it just kind of kept happening like that until um, things started opening back up and then I was able to stop um, needing that help yeah that that's awesome and I mean if you you know survive that with this lifestyle then I'm sure that gives you confidence you know going forward that you know you'll you'll be able to adjust and kind of make it work no matter what comes your way because yeah when you live in your car nothing's crazier than like the entire country getting shut down around you yeah yeah it was a weird (laughs) weird time for me so before we wrap up like uh, i'm curious you know do you you mentioned buzzfeed lad bible so uh it's you know what we saw a video as well that went you know i guess you could say viral um in terms of kind of like your story some video clips about your life and you know it really piqued our interest so you're definitely getting attention now you're getting a following um which is funny like the irony of that i guess (laughs) um but do you feel responsible at all to like almost be a face of this lifestyle because it's kind of its unique thing right like i know a lot of people will say okay i'm getting a van and i'm gonna trick out this van and there's gonna be a bed in it and i'm gonna just live free for a year but let's be real like a lot of those people either have the money saved up they have the funds it's a luxury to do something like that whereas it's really interesting hearing your story because this isn't a luxury this isn't you know something that you chose to do for instagram this is your life you are financially struggling and you know now you're here and you're making it work Uh, but it's funny that the kind of Instagram and social media popularity ended up coming with it. So like, how does that change things? You know, are you able to turn that into potentially business at all for yourself or, you know, like I said in the beginning, do you feel responsible to like show people like more aspects of your life and and open yourself up more? I guess, how how has that changed things for you? Yeah. So it's been really ironic because again, like, yes, I had, some YouTube videos up at the start of this. So I had some public platform where I was being somewhat open about this. But that being said, I had like 60 people that were subscribed to me. So I really didn't feel like I was being um, very open about it. And um, locally, I wasn't really telling anyone, no one knew. So it was something I was struggling with, something I was hiding and I was uncomfortable with and uh, trying to learn my way through. 
Um, and now that suddenly, I mean, I made one TikTok video and here we are. Um, right. <laughs> I, now I'm happier and now people have their eyes on me and they see it as, um, oh, you just chose this. This is just fun for you. Um, you're not homeless because homeless people don't choose it. When I have a lot of things to say about that, I, I think when you don't have a home, you don't have a home. Mm. Um, but uh, they're definitely missing the, the context of it, which is that that's not how this started. I wasn't happy when this started. Um, I didn't do it for funsies and just to get some... Uh, I guess they're calling it clout now because um, I've gotten <laughs> some comments about that. Um, you know, this was something I used to hide. Um, and today I'm more comfortable with it and I'm more financially stable and living a happier life. So now I'm like forward and open about it. And uh, yeah, so there's like some some conflict on opinion of uh, the image that I'm creating, but I'm just being open <laughs> and uh, just sharing my life. Um, that said... I now that things have picked up and I do have this sudden surprising traffic and followers and subscribers, um, it is a dream of mine to be able to create that kind of content and connect with people and spend my life traveling. Um, I didn't think I would get there doing it doing it this way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was hoping to one day fulfill that dream by traveling and creating that kind of content. Um, here we are having some success in that aspect because I'm homeless. Um, but, but I do plan to hopefully continue that and continue showing the way that I live and um, turn my life into um, that kind of platform where I can sustain myself from, from that YouTube videos and TikToks. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, that's awesome. And and with that said, uh, can you let everyone know, you know, where they can find your content? Because I'm sure listeners, viewers uh, would love to see, you know, what, what your day-to-day -day looks like, what you look like, what your setup looks like. Um, so definitely let them know where they can find your channels. Yeah. Um, on YouTube, my name is Nikita Crump. Um, I believe you can also find it under the handle um, Rochelle 91, which is R-A-S-C-H-E-L-L 91. And then on TikTok, it is um, Nikita Rochelle. Unfortunately, my name is kind of unique, so I have to spell that out, which is N-I-K-I-T-A-R-A-S-C-H-E-L-L. -L. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking the time and uh, talking to us today. I think it's a really cool story. And uh you know, I think that it's not a coincidence that a lot of people, you know, started to follow you once they saw your story it sort of like resonates with people. So again, thank you so much for coming on and we appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And we wish you the best of luck and keep us posted on the journey. Yeah, will do. You guys have a good one. All right, All right you, too. you too. She's cool. She's, we meet a lot of cool people on I the show. I want to be your friend. You know, <laughs> one day when COVID ends, we're going to have to go on like a tour around yeah, the country just meet and meet everyone. all these cool people. Cause we always end these episodes. Like I like, feel damn. like I have a new friend. We're going to yeah. have to hang out with them one day. I know. I feel like, uh, I think it's fucking gangster as shit that she's just fucking in her car. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do this thing. I'm going to figure it out. And you know, 
when people there's a certain way that people like refuse help where it's like oh my god relax don't be a martyr like and it's like annoying both her there's like this energy about her that's like i'm good like i feel like she's a very simple person and and you know a part of her feels like very confident in herself to figure it Mm. out and i feel like i'm that type of person also where i'm like i'm fine i'm good like i don't need you to you know what i mean like help me out like with a dollar like you know help me out with like you know just some suggestions some advice whatever and i think that's just like a really cool like thing and i and i mean it's not every day that you meet someone who's just like yeah i i live in my car and it's not like a tricked out van that fucking yeah. exhibit did you know <laughs> fucking yeah. west not coast customs at all yeah pimp but my ride I, I knew that would resonate with you for some reason too but because there's there is something cool about that because it's like well it shows you that there's other ways to help people i think people are so quick to jump to like all right let me get out the wallet what do you right. need and it, it, it's like not that it's demeaning but there's other ways to help it is like, demeaning well, though to it's me. like as simple yes but yeah it, it, i guess in certain scenarios for sure but you know for her it's like it's cool that there were people who assess the situation like you know what's what's going to go further than a dollar it's not the money it's use my bathroom use yeah. my shower once a week yeah um you know i think no matter what my no matter what nice welcome welcome Sorry. to the show we should interview him one day oh, maybe sorry but yeah no. Um, to your point where it's like you know if you um you just give someone like a hundred bucks it's like cool this is like will last me for this long but it's so much more meaningful for there's a fucking global pandemic and i have nowhere to go and you're like yeah yo use my bathroom whenever you want like that's way more valuable than Mm -hmm. you know just the dollar amount and also just like you know there is something demeaning about like i'll just give you a hundred bucks you need it more than me and like maybe that's an insecurity thing because i have that when it comes to certain things um and like i realize like that's probably just a me problem and like me being insecure and someone clearly trying to do the right thing but it's like i don't i don't need this i need like you know the advice the suggestions and just conversation honestly and like i said i I just think she has a vibe about her that's like super chill and like cool and um like this is she's exhausting like she's exhausting all options like that's what's cool it's like because i agree i think there was part of me that was thinking when she was saying that like oh like really like you you have parents who might be able to help and this and that but it's like you know a lot of people may call for help before they've really tried themselves and and i think that's really all it is for her is like i'm just going to try like i'm not at rock bottom like Mm -hmm. there's things that i can do there's a change to my lifestyle and she's just down to you know try all those options first that was the perfect way to put it that that's the difference between some people and that's how who i consider myself is like when something goes wrong i don't just ask so i don't ask someone like immediately like hey man i need help fixing this problem blah blah blah. it's like you try yourself and you try mm-hmm. your best until you feel like there i have done all i could i can't do this anymore right. and now i need some help you know i'm sure that her parents although she described them as like you know kind of figure it out on your own type of shit um like i get that i mean i think my dad's the same way where it's kind of like you you know are just try it first before you whatever um but if i desperately needed their help like obviously you know you could rely on some people and your friends and you know whatever but you don't want to be a burden to anyone so it's like let me just figure this out and i think it's awesome that she did figure it out i mean finding that thing i've never even heard of this like this shit that she was talking about that you could charge your phone for like a week yeah yeah 
um, and you know the little cutout things that you're putting in your car and you know the gym thing like that only comes with experience like I'm asking the question during this episode because I gen- genuinely don't know and yeah. I wouldn't have like I don't even think of like oh just sign up for a gym use those showers you know like you have to be living in that to yeah. figure out these things that are seemingly like obvious to people who are in the situation mm-hmm. but like I just find that so cool that just yeah. becoming resourceful exactly you know? exactly and, when, and like, when you, you need it when you really need it there's so many things in this world like so many resources that we have now like compared to people who lived in like 1912 and we probably don't even use them to their max potential but when you're in a situation like that where you have to like budget like crazy but you could still get by if you're smart about it like i just i just think that's that's really cool and she's yeah. like you know a really fucking you know brave for being like fuck it i'm just gonna live in my car like i just think that's fucking cool man yeah you know? I, yeah it is and i think that's why she's gaining the following like rightfully so i think like i think because there is that interest in that is like you know we all or a lot of us live beyond our means in certain ways so it's always really interesting to kind of cut the fat off right and see like okay this is the essentials this is what it really takes and for her it's just like like I said to her, just happiness. Like it's just so rare to me when you meet the person who puts their happiness first Mm -hmm. above the money, above the social standards, above how they might be judged by their friends. Like, no, she really, she put it really well. I think she said to her time is the most important thing and she will not sacrifice her time. The, you know, and we all have such little time in this one life that we live. So she's not willing to compromise. She's not willing to sacrifice that time. And that's, her top priority so it's really cool it's she's really genuine and i think people like that people who are doing it for just purely like genuine reasons i think they get they get a following for a reason i think people are resonating with her and that's really cool and i really hope that she can make this her career you know that that she can kind of show people and it seems like it's going in the right direction so hopefully this helps too everyone should definitely you know check her out for sure uh, because really really cool just like you you know you never know where life's going to take you and if she kind of is able to realize her dream because she was brave enough to take the steps to live homeless intentionally like that that's a really cool story that's a success story you know yeah and it's like it's it's interesting too because like the way that we're wording that that she chose to be homeless it's like she did and didn't at the same time like mm-hmm. she chose to she put herself over her job in a way of over her time i should say because she was like i want to enjoy my time and i'm not going to be able to enjoy my time you know with the income that i have if i have to pay for these things so going out of your way to be like i'm just, i'll just live in my car and just being and like there's a lot of people who have an ego too big to do something like that that's the yeah. biggest thing that i think is so cool about her that she's like whatever i'll just live in my car and obviously it wasn't like that in the beginning but eventually you get to that point but there is a certain you know characteristic in her that it's just like i don't don't know the word that's why i keep saying fucking gangster because you're just like (laughs) that might be the word (laughs) like i'll just fucking live in my car like to get what i want you know and to live the way that i want to like there's just something like really fucking admirable about that and i think it's awesome so you know good for her like it's fucking i hope it works out yeah really cool glad glad we got to speak with her everyone should for sure check out her check out her channels nikita crump um awesome we'll and we'll we'll follow up with her journey too down the line maybe get her on for a follow-up um get her in the discord for the the patreon group and just kind of keep in touch see what she's up to for sure and for anyone out there that uh wants to be a part of the show um if you have something that you think fits 
don't hesitate to reach out to us. Go to OPLshow.com, fill out a form, uh, the contact page, send us an email. We go through all of them. And uh, if it works, then we'll hit you up and we'll schedule something out with you. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at OPL podcast. And uh, again, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash OPL show. Get all those behind the scenes episodes, bonus episodes with guests that don't appear on the main channel. You get the episode where Joe wore a diaper for 24 hours. He did. He did pee in it. Uh, a lot of good content there and it helps support support the show. So thank you guys for that. Shout out to all the patrons. And that is all. Yep. That is all. See you guys next time.